You're listening to Off the Clock on KBIA, and I'm Lauren Brown. Afrosexology is a duo of women from St. Louis who aim to reclaim black sexuality. Delisha Sa teaches aspiring sex educators and sex therapists. Rafaela Fialo is a clinical social worker and relationship sex and trauma therapist. The duo recently visited MU to lead a self-love workshop. Isabel Lohman spoke with them about how we can bring pleasure into our daily lives, the cultural tropes we fall for, and what Afrosexology actually means. We're both black women, and um, all of the things that we got growing up around what our sexuality should or should not look like. So there's so many messages that black women are hypersexual or not attractive to where we're asexualized or um, that we're, our bodies are disposable, that our hips are too this or, or not this enough or that our lips are this or our noses. So just all these messages that you get that like growing up with no one talking to you about where those messages are coming from or why this is happening, like you, you begin to internalize it. And so ha- wanting to create space for people to really um, unpack a lot of those messages and to really like get to a place where we get to reclaim our bodies, like especially as black people in this country, there's a lot of different things that impact our relationship to our body from historical trauma to police brutality. There's just so many things that are telling us what we can and cannot do with our bodies, where our bodies can and cannot be, how our bodies should and should not be treated. And we really wanted to create a space where we can just step back and say like, we get to reclaim what we um, what we want to do to our bodies, that we get to talk about what we desire for our bodies, and that our life should be more than just surviving. We deserve to, to we deserve to thrive. So that's why we like started it. That's why we do what we do. That's what what keeps us going. And it's been good. It's been good. Love it. It's Love been it. fun. It's been so affirming. And kind of going back to the importance of community and how much community we've not only helped to like create but just find for ourselves and within ourselves it's like so needed and like even with tonight like we we talk about all these things that typically are silence it doesn't have a lot of space to explore it and then you get to this space where you realize wow like I'm literally not the only person who is experiencing this thing and now maybe I have some ideas I have some more people that I can reach out to when things are not going the way that I want them to go and they're feeling a little bit more tough than normal and you don't have to do this alone. I think that's one of the biggest things and one of like really the proudest things about being part of Afrosexology is just this growing, affirming community mm-hmm. that is just kind of blooming. Mm-hmm. I think that I saw that a little bit tonight. Like yeah. people were really, it takes a little bit of coaxing but once you get people to start talking about their bodies and about their experiences, they want to talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how is that, how is this workshop any different from some of your other workshops that you also do? I think that is, that's the point. Like that is what makes it so important to really bring that, that feeling and that expectation to life because the larger groups that we operate in are the ones that are responsible for us feeling so down on ourselves, for second guessing ourselves. Yeah. So whether the topic changes, whether we're talking um, to people over 65 or we're working with parents and their little ones or we're working with uh, people in relationship or in partnership, romantic partnerships, or we're just working with a group of people who don't know each other, um, the topic might be different, right? The content of the workshop might be different, but we are always striving for the same type of energy of like openness, honesty, vulnerability, um, no shame, no judgment feeling affirmed like we want people to leave knowing that this a community like this is possible 
and that we don't, like Raphael was saying, we don't have to like settle for less. So what does not settling for less look like for a person who might not be in school anymore? They might not be going to a workshop of yours. Like, what are some simple things they can be employing in their everyday lives to be showing self-care and self-love? The first step is to really really take a second to look within and feel within to notice the things that aren't working for you. So again, so often we're just kind of on what is it what is it called when you're driving and autopilot? Autopilot or cruise control okay. or whatever the case is, but we're just like we're just navigating. We're just kind of like trying to avoid speed bumps and potholes and all this other things that make the drive more bumpy, more uncomfortable as opposed to really listening to say, you know what? Maybe I've I've driven this way a long time. I always know this speed bump is here, this pothole is here. But what can I do differently? Like, what exactly do I need as opposed to just continuing to go over the same thing, messing up my tires, you know, making my alignment all messed up? It's like listening to our body and saying there's got to be a different way because there mm-hmm. is. But we're so used to everyone else, everyone telling us to suck it up that, you know, maybe it will get better when you get older, when you have more money, when you have more power, when you have more esteem, whatever the case is. Yeah, and I think that's why we love – um, even though we're Afro-sexology and we love talking about sex, we love talking about pleasure um, because we, like, something that we say often is that we navigate our entire days being turned off and then we expect to come home and, like, turn on into this, like, sexy being all of a sudden. One of the first simple things is, like, how do you want to feel when you wake up, right? What can you do to, to wake up and feel better about yourself? So um, for me, waking up early and, like, journaling for a bit, meditating for a bit, playing some music that I like. Like, what can I do? Like, how do I want to feel when I navigate my day? Like, pleasure is, like, all around us. Like, this world is, a like, abundance with giving us all these more so moments that we just, like, miss out on because we're not being intentional or tapping into it. What do you think our society tells us about that? Consumer culture, um, just, like, everyday messages we see online in our world. What do you think society says about pleasure? I have an agenda of taking on capitalism, even though I participate and benefit from it. And I know that I live with both of those truths. So capitalism, like there is like an entire system rooted on us not being enough, like sending us daily messages that like you could be better. And here's the thing that I can like sell you to make you better. Um, and so from the time we are young, we're told that like that, like there's just something inherently wrong with us, right? That like all the stuff that's rooted in consumerism, instead of just like honestly affirming like I am enough, like as is, like. I am enough. Whether I, like, sat on my couch all week, I am enough. Like, I don't have to be productive to be, like, a valuable member of society. I want my life to be full of play and fun and laugh, and I don't want to just be, like, this, like, serious, hardworking person all the time. Um, So then there's, so yeah, so capitalism for me is, like, a major thing that's really invested in shame. And uh, Sonia Renee Taylor has a book called The Body Sign Apology, and she writes about the body shame complex or body shame profit complex and how, like, we're in a society that profits off of our shame. And so, like, all of this is connected. So sexual shame, shame of our body, shame around productivity, shame around, like, our self-esteem, all of these things, right, people are profiting off of them. So the question that Sonia Renee Taylor asks you, asks you to ask yourself, is like who is benefiting from all of these negative thoughts you have about yourself who is benefiting from the shame because you're not is the balance that's going to work for you so that you can continue to live this way as opposed to like experiencing a point where you're burning out or you know no longer have a passion for that thing because it's become like literally a job like it's not fun anymore thank you for listening to off the clock i'm lauren brown